Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, as always, we want to give a thanks and a nice little plug to those who help us bring the show to you for free on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, uh, you've probably had it at the AIW shows. Uh, if you live down in the Massillon area, you can now order uh, some takeout and I believe some delivery from Smokin' Jay's Barbecue. Give them a follow on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, got Facebook. Just look up Smokin' Jay's, J-A-Y, Barbecue, B-B-Q. It is delicious. I have no idea about nutritious, but it sure as hell is good. Give that a try. Come Thanks, on, you didn't, do, you didn't do your research. You didn't get the proper handles. I don't. Uh, I don't have the. Uh, you don't got your notes in front of you. Uh, you know, there's no notes on this show. My goodness, anytime we try notes, you don't have your format. It is smoking no G underscore J's J A Y S B B Q on the Instagram, and uh, I knew that. I want to make sure that it's the same on Twitter. It is. There you go. I knew it was one or the other, but it's the same. Love when it's consistent. Smoking underscore J's BBQ on Twitter and on Instagram. Give them a follow. See uh, all they're doing. And you can also find their address there down in Maslin. And, uh, of course, ways to contact them to set yourself up. So they got a nice little thing going on down there in, in uh, beautiful Maslin, Ohio. They're on Grubhub now, so that's exciting. And Uber Eats. Yeah, and if you're in the area, I know, you know, I was talking to Brock, and he said it's been kind of, uh, there's a lot of red tape for them to jump through to be able to get to the point to where they can, you know, do delivery and sell food. You know, they had to go through all their kind of government inspections and business licensing and all that stuff. So uh, he said it was uh, a lot more tedious and, uh, I guess, an uphill battle. You know, I already said that, but then he expected so uh, if you're in the area, <laughs> please support Brock. Uh, you know, he's a good dude. And, you know, hopefully he doesn't, you know, it, it's to that point to where it took him so long to get going. He's like, you know, it's so early in this project. But <clears throat> from what he was explaining to me that, you know, it's like already at a day to day sort of thing because, you know, they, they were, you know, paying for their facility. You know, they got like a brick and mortar type of location and uh you know they've been paying for it and then uh, they had no money coming in so if you can help them out that would be great because i I know this is something brock's been working towards forever and uh you know he's finally there he's on the cusp and uh you know hopefully it uh isn't taken away from him too too quickly yeah yeah exactly so support smoking jay's barbecue especially if you live in the Maslin area. If you live in the Canton area, take a trip down there. Uh, I know they're kind of adjacent, obviously, so you can be somewhat nearby and go pick it up. Uh, so it is wonderful, wonderful eats there. Macaroni and cheese. I don't know. I can't say enough good things about how good that food is. Uh, and thanks, of course, to the merger of IWTV and Smart Mark Video. Listen, watching AIW, it's never been easier. If you love the physical media, go to smartmarkvideo.com, purchase a DVD, but you can also buy MP4s, save them however you do so digitally, 
And of course, go to independentwrestling.tv and use the code ABSOLUTE so they know that we sent you to IWTV and get yourself a $9.99 subscription. Watch all sorts of tons of hours of AIW, but also plenty of other independent wrestling promotions all right there on IWTV, including live streams, including this week's uh, live stream. Surprise! Which uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know it was live streaming. Uh, caught me off guard. Yeah. But, uh, Dive Bar, are they still a sponsor? I don't know. Are they? They didn't pay us last time, did they? He, might, <laughs> he, he, might he have, will. He, he will have to go shake that guy down. He will. He was. Uh, he was at a uh, at a wedding, so he was not yeah. there to to give he us. Have to go shake him down. Money there. I gotta go shake somebody down. Uh, so shout out to not shout out, but thanks to Dive Bar for being a wonderful sponsor. Uh, I don't want to have to send my muscle down to Dive Bar. Who is your muscle? Josh Bishop. Okay, I just—I mean, I figured. I just wanted to make sure. And here's the thing: if you send Josh Bishop Isaiah down to Bronner? Dive Bar, that's that's a better pick as your muscle to go to Dive Bar. You send Josh Bishop as your muscle to Dive Bar. He ain't gonna go do a shakedown. He's gonna get involved in uh, the atmosphere of Dive no, Bar. I don't think so. He's on—he's on edge these days. He'll get sidetracked. Edge, edge like his favorite wrestler growing up. Was it that? No, it's not Edge. Oh, Josh Bishop is a big Edge head, dude. No. Yes. No, he's Edge a, was never in TNA. It doesn't matter. He was a huge no. Edge fan. He's a huge Christian fan because Christian was in TNA. I know, but he's also a big Edge fan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was his favorite. Uh, Tweet him and ask him. That's his Somebody favorite out WWE there guy. I don't know it's, if I buy that. Well, I I got a an Edge t-shirt for free uh, when I was working for Monster. He's Hockey. a John Cena fan. I know that. Yes, he is. John Cena and Edge. I never heard him talk that. about Edge. Oh yeah, I had a when I got my free T-shirt working WWE night for Monsters Hockey. Uh, I got a couple free tees, and one was an Edge, and I was like, "Dude, it's it's only a medium." He's like, "Oh my god, I love it! I want that! I'll cut it up! I don't care!" I'm like, "All right." So I don't know. he's he's an to edge be guy. determined. Edge and John Cena, man. He loved it. It was a uh, was the big. Neither game. in TNA, so I'm not I'm not buying. They're they're at the top of the list, but <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, no special guests on this week's episode. Uh, it is uh, back to the the old school duo, AIW owner John Thorne and myself, Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and we go into this week and uh, surprisingly, it's a hard sell Tuesday. Because we didn't know we were going to be streaming. Not so many tickets to try and sell at the Winchester. We still haven't sold them all, though, which is a little troublesome, a little worrisome. Uh, You know? Yeah. Uh, it's You know, Winchester, I feel like, typically was a walk-up crowd. We'll see how that goes. Keep in mind, folks, remember, please, you you do need to have before. Yeah, Yeah. before we get into all that, though, don't we do the shout-outs before we get into the meat of it? What are you shouting out? We do. <laughs> this is I, your segment. I thought I we were. Wanted to, I just wanted to make sure that I got that part yeah, across. But you know, you on. start talking about the show, then it's just uh, down the rabbit hole we go. That's fair. That's fair. Let's jump into the shout out. Who's segment. your shout out? Give me a shout out. Uh, oh, shout out to this. That's where I was going with this, actually. Uh, Charlie Butters in the Discord brought up the fact that we were streaming. I think it was Charlie Butters. Did I not shout out the right person? My God. Yeah, I think it was him that found yeah. it. Yeah. Charlie Butters, he's got a he's got a popular 
uh, IWTV guide. That's his podcast. Does a good job with Shout that. him out. Shout out to Charlie Butters for letting us know. We had no idea that we were streaming. I had, <laughs> I mean, I had no, I had no clue. I mean, uh, I could go back and look in text, but I'm almost 99% positive that <coughs> the Winchester and the Akron shows were both on the not streaming live list a few months ago. Now, I don't know if what happened on nine ten caused them to just, you know, they're going to give it a shot. I don't know if it's a Thursday. I don't know what, <laughs> what caused <laughs> the change, you know? Um, but uh, all of a sudden it was just, and it, it had to have been a recent decision because it just popped up on our schedule, like on our landing page yesterday. So, and then also I was asked like, what's the, what's the hashtag for Thursday? And I was like, <laughs> so I don't know what, I don't know what happened uh, with, with all that, but uh, there you go. Well, we're streaming live now folks. Uh, but speaking of the discord, shout out to the newest AIW discord member. Uh, his handle in there, filthy TL. <laughs> Shout him out. Tom Lawler has made his way into the AIW Discord, and uh, that is thanks to uh, Scott, Scott Random. Ran- yeah, Scott Random met up with him when he was out there at the Cauliflower Alley Club, I guess. Out in uh, out in Vegas, I I had a message from Scott Random. He said, "Hey, I hung out with Tom Lawler in Vegas. I told I him about the too. AIW Discord, and and he wants in." And I shot Tom a text, and I was like, hey, Tom, do you really want to end this, or are you just being polite? <laughs> he was like, I love discords. Sign me up. I was like, all right. So, the way Tom Lawler was talking, I don't think we even uh, know the power of a discord. <laughs> it's like, Tom Lawler. I just look at it like a chat room, and he's like, oh, yeah, I watch stuff in there, and <laughs> like all this stuff. I was oh, like, what? We have no clue. He... He gets MMA stuff in a Discord. Yeah, he says he gets like bootleg streams in there and all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I just use it as like it's like a chat room. Maybe yeah. we're missing out. We're, we're missing out on the technology. Well, we're clearly not doing uh, something right there. If you, if well, you that's know a how story. To do this. That's a story of everything that we do. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon, Discord. We don't know the podcast. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. No clue. No clue. Uh, you know, I'm going to give a shout-out to The Miz. Uh, you know, since his dad is a friend of AIW, The Miz is on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know if you watch this show, John Thorne. Why would you fucking think in a million years I watched that show? <laughs> I, you know, you're, uh, you're a guy who just randomly sometimes tunes into stuff just for the sake of popular culture. I don't know. No, I'm, no, I'm not, an, not a, a Dancing with the Stars. I did see that uh, Sensei John Kreese is on there in the commercials, though. Oh, Martin really? Cove. Yeah, Martin Cove. He's like 80 years old. Shout him out, man. <laughs> He's in the commercial. Because I think, I don't know what I was watching, probably AEW or something, and there was, I don't know what, but I saw a, an advertisement for Dancing with the Stars, and it was like, The Miz, Martin Cove. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Love that those two are together. Well, I'll give a shout I got a shout out. Somber yeah. shout out. Shout out to Norm MacDonald who passed away last week. Oh, yeah. Very sad. That is a somber one. Big Very man. sad. I've, I've been going down like Norm McDonald wormholes for like the last, you know, week straight. And uh, man, what a genius. Like talk about a guy that just did not give a fuck. Uh, so great. Like it is comedy. It's like just 
such common sense that goes over so many people's heads. Uh, I love it. I love Norm Macdonald, dirty work, mm-hmm. great body of work there out of Norm Macdonald. Uh, and man, like uh, in Billy Madison, even though he didn't have a, like a huge role. Like yeah. Just, just like cameo just roles. Yeah. Uh, man. And like he had like cancer for like, like 10, 10 years and just didn't tell anybody like, dude, like what? Like, that is like some rock star shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I couldn't even yeah. imagine, but I did find an interview where he talked about some actor that did that. And he like worshiped that decision, like some actor that he was a fan of or whatever. He found out, you know, had done the same thing and died without his family knowing. So I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy that he kind of had the whole thing planned out for all these years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so much funny stuff out there. Like uh, Norm Macdonald has a show on Netflix. I watched I all those. I was just ep- gonna say, I don't know if you had ever. I watched that. all those episodes last week. I watched it when it, you know, premiered or whatever. But uh, I went back and watched all that. Uh, I watched. There's just so many like talk, sh- like you know, like late night clips on YouTube. Oh, and that's when he he's kind of was at his best, uh, popping up on Conan or or Letterman, and it's so good and. You know, he did the the last stand-up set on um, Letterman. On Letterman, show, yeah, and and it was really good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he was he was like a gigantic fan of Letterman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like some great Howard Stern interviews with him. Like, there's just like endless amounts of content. Uh, one of the funniest things that I came across when I was just like down this Norm Macdonald wormhole was he was like hired and he obviously did not understand the concept to host some YouTube show. Like uh, YouTube was doing like a red carpet event mm-hmm. and like, he just must've thought it sucked because it was on the internet. So he like showed up in like sweatpants and like a sweatshirt <laughs> and was just like, you know, he had his notes and he's like, all the big stars are here. And then he would like name some YouTube handle that was on his notes. And he's like, this thing's making me realize I got to get the fuck back on TV. <laughs> Uh, it's like there's like a super cut of it I don't know like Norm Macdonald at the YouTube comedy something look it up uh, great great he was, great stuff um, he was someone who was on my like bucket list as uh, as a person who's in charge of booking a comedy festival and comedy shows uh, Norm Macdonald certainly was was on there I was like man I would just would love to be able to have a conversation with him I can't, you know, and like, it makes you realize like all the, all the stuff you just kind of like, don't think about and miss. And it's like, Norm McDonald probably came to Cleveland a hundred times. I never went and saw him ever, Oh yeah. you know? And like, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, you, you really kind of regret that kind of stuff. I associate stand-up comedians. Like I'm fascinated with stand-up comedians. Uh, not, you know, like the true blue, like stand-up comedians, like some of them go on to have success in movies or whatever, like a Norm MacDonald. But uh, I'm fascinated with them because I think that there's so many parallels between stand-up comedy and pro wrestlers. Oh, sure. And it's like such just like a, a very similar lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated. And, you know, I always kind of fall down these wormholes whenever like a famous stand-up comedian dies and, uh, you know, just <laughs> do – so much research uh and also you know speaking of i'm sure there'll be a documentary norman mcdonald eventually because there's just so much stuff out there and so many people 
you know, he was so beloved, but, yeah. uh, you know, this is kind of like on the same vein. I, if nobody has ever seen the Zen diaries of Larry Shandling on HBO, that is a great Gary. documentary. Gary, Shandling. Gary, Gary Sorry. Shandling, Larry Gary Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> yes. Gary Shandling who played Larry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know, that is a great documentary as well. You know, just stand up stand up comedians are just so fascinating, and the, the parallels between pro wrestlers. Uh, you know, I just uh, I love watching. I don't necessarily care about watching stand up specials, but I love watching like the documentaries on stand ups and just learning more about them. Yeah, that's uh, I watched that whole thing. That was a thing that you told me about, and you're like, dude, I think you'd really like this. And man, I did. I loved it. It was uh incredible um but yeah that's a conversation that i had with um eddie eddie kingston and homicide years ago sitting at what was then probably tequila jacks not music links yet do you remember the fact that we had homicide there yeah isn't that crazy um and uh yeah we were talking about it for like 30 minutes before a show one day we were talking about all these parallels and homicides asking me stuff and like oh dude is it you know, like this, is there dumb drama and things? I'm like, oh, for sure. And, you know, and the fact that you just, you keep working your ass off for years and years. Sometimes you hit the road and you're not even really making much money. And uh, It's, yeah, it's all in like the lifestyle is similar. The, you know, the camaraderie is similar. Like, yeah. Um, you know, you see a lot of stand-up comedians, kind of like pro wrestlers. Like, you know, you, you don't see each other for years, and then you can see each other, and it's just like no time has passed. Uh, and that's another thing I like. You know, like I said, I don't necessarily like sit down and make it a point to watch stand-up specials, but I'll listen to, you know, like uh, stand-ups on podcasts and things like that. Like um, Norm MacDonald, uh, Mark Maron just re-released it. Norm McDonald's on Mark Maron's podcast, so I listened to that. Mm-hmm. You know, he re-released it. I don't. I think it was from like 2011, or you know, it's from a while ago. And yeah. it's just kind of fascinating to kind of when you see them, you know, because Norm obviously had a shtick and you know whatever, but he kind of you know breaks that down and uh, just gives us a, a straight podcast, which was very fascinating. Speaking of Eddie Kingston, shout out to Eddie Kingston's Twitter. R.I.P. It's gone. <laughs> I, you know, I was working a lot this weekend. I missed the all of that, and I haven't talked to him about it. I'm sure. I guess somebody pissed him off. Apparently, I don't. You know, it's just people take take things and run with it, and then it turns into. A, this is why I like. I'm growing more and more tired of Twitter because it's just like. The discourse on Twitter is just like so radical. You know what I mean? Like, there's no conversations on Twitter. It's just fighting and arguing. And uh, you know, there was a photo of, and I don't think it was meant to to be derogatory, but like John Silver posted this photo of all these people that had done Jakara before, and they're all at AEW, and it's just like from fifty dollar paydays to long car trips, and you know, look at where we all are now. And, like, all these people, like, took that as, like, $50 paid. Chikara's only paying people $50. And, like, turned it into this whole, like, wrestler, mm. like, indie wrestling doesn't treat the people right and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, everyone's got the, their <coughs> their comments on everything. And 
you know, their opinions. And my favorite thing is like when the wrestler who agreed to said payday and accepted terms of said booking for said payday now goes back in retrospect and says said payday was not good enough, even though all, you know, all the, you know, promises were, were met and everything was fulfilled. Now, years later, they will look back and say, well, that wasn't good enough. And it's just kind of like pile on time on on uh, Twitter. And I yeah. think I think Eddie started kind of saying like, hey, you know, that's not how it was for me. And people were like, oh, what are you doing defending, you know, Mike Quackenbush and Chikara and, you know, whatever your opinion is of Mike Quackenbush and Chikara. That's fine. But you have to respect that Mike Quackenbush and Chikara trained Eddie Kingston and gave Eddie Kingston a platform. And, you know, no matter what, he probably has a, you know, he maybe didn't have all those negative experiences there, you know. And uh, I think he was just trying to give his side of the story and people just started attacking him. And I think Eddie, not to speak for him, but I know him decently well. and, And, you know, Bryce has... I think tweeted about this sentiment in the last, however many actually, I mean, not even with that picture, even previous to that, you know, the thought of Chikara and I get that it's kind of polarizing now, but these people who participated in it, despite the fact that maybe there is this negativity involved, they still have positive sentiment because again like the parallels right it's that camaraderie it's that for, it was like they're some of their formative years and like it and was they were f- all in it together and if i think that was that the point, point of the picture to begin with and then sure. twitter just breaks down and runs with it and people are posting emails they got from mike quackenbush and it turns into this whole other thing and like everyone's got to tell their story and uh, what was bad about it and and all it was it, meant to be was hey, it was just meant to be like hey look at us now you know yeah, when we're still all real and cool I mean maybe with each other. I mean maybe John Silver was taking a dig I I can't speak for John Silver I don't think he was though in my you know opinion of it I think it was like a hey look at us now sort of thing sure but you know and then uh, people just Eddie starts quote tweeting people and then you know that just brings out the other trolls and he just deleted his Twitter you know yeah. I mean it just it's ridiculous like. All these people want to comment on, you know, what should what people should get and what people shouldn't get. And, you know, it's it's easy to just say that, you know, when you don't know the situation, you know, we're talking about, you know, 15, 10 years ago, 5, 10, 15 years ago, you know, 20 in some cases. No, you just don't. You just don't know, and it's just like, who gives a fuck? Like that's that's what yeah. I find myself doing now. Like I look at Twitter, and you can you can maybe scroll for two minutes until you see some sort of negative arguing going on, or you know whatever. Yeah, and it's just like, who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, go do something. You know what I mean? Like, just stop. Like it. Twitter is just getting, you know, it's really like I, I was, I tweeted Joe Spostos today, you know, like Owen, the Owen Hart thing today. You know what I mean? Like everyone's got an opinion on the Owen Hart and AEW arrangement today. And it's just like, oh, I don't know <coughs> about this yet. Oh, well, like they worked out a deal with his, like his wife and the foundation and they're going to, you know, they're going to, I assume license, you know, Owen Hart and do a tournament or something in his honor and everyone is like 
uh, arguing about it, you know, like he's a WWE, WWE guy, you know, and like, mm. it's just like, who cares? The decision had nothing to do with you, you know, like who yeah. gives a shit? Like it's between his family and what they wanted to do with his, you know, yeah. with his legacy or whatever, you know, whatever. But like, who cares? Like, who cares to, to argue with people on Twitter that don't make the decisions, you know? Somebody tweeted this uh, recently, and um, man, it may have been Eric Stevens, and it was something to the point of like everyone trying to use their voice on social media has led them to not taking action in real life. Yeah, they just think they have so, a voice. Yeah, but like, but what are you doing in your real life every day to back Nothing. up this? this Nothing, thing? and that's exactly it. So. Just shut up. What's as uh as my good friend John Thorne likes to say? Are you gonna talk about it or are you gonna be about it? Right. Just shut <laughs> the fuck up. If you're not gonna be about it in your everyday real life, then yeah, shut up. Don't even. <laughs> and it's just like it's making wrestling not fun. Honestly, sure. you know, and it, it's just really making it not fun. You know, like through the last you know year and a half through covid and all this stuff and like it just seems that you know everyone's gotta have you know something to say about every topic now and everyone leads these like perfect angelic lives now and like yeah it's just like give me a fucking break you know like just shut up yeah like it's just it's it's crazy, but I I think that that is probably you know what happened to Eddie Kingston. He was probably like, no, this is what happened to me, and gave a legitimate opinion on a matter, mm-hmm. and people that weren't there are like, no, you're wrong, you're yeah. wrong. It Even should be this like was this. Your lived experience, yeah. It should be like this, and he just deleted his Twitter, and you know, good, you know, like Instagram. You could just post a picture and you don't have to fucking look. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't look at what anything. You could even turn off the comments if you want to. Facebook, Facebook is just like if you're not posting about politics, I mean, it's a pretty pretty regular place to go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Twitter yeah. is just like insanity. Very, it's, it's vile, yeah. It's sure. in, it, it's in, like it's insanity. Even the it's 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 the point where even the people who are in theory, in their minds, trying to do right, are some of the most vile. Well, and they're going to say, "No, no," but I'm in the right because I'm standing up for the right side. But it's like, yeah, but I you're mean, doing this is it a whole, very negative way. This whole rabbit hole we're going down, but like, yeah. <laughs> people, like, I think people's like opinions now are formed by how they will be viewed on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, they sure. don't even have a real stance on anything. No, it's just like, well. I don't want to say this because if I said this, I know people will be mad at me on Twitter. No matter what you say, people are going to be mad at you on Twitter. You know, like, yeah, no matter what side of anything you're on, it's just like, but I, I feel like there's people that just try, like their brain is forming based on like the way Twitter operates. And it's just insane to me. Like, I just, I don't know. But it's the whole thing is just making like wrestling and everything. And like, we don't even get attacked. It's just like reading it is like makes it exhausting to want to like produce things in this space, you know? Yeah, it's it sucks. I kind of like just going posting and 
and bailing and not reading. I like to keep up on sports. That's about it. Uh, I mean, I haven't had Twitter notifications turned on my phone in years. But, like, when I go and look at it and, like, you scroll your feed and it's just, like, you know, insanity. Like, listen, some of it is, like, you know, some of it is justified or whatever. But, you know, there should just be, like, I just want to see what this person says. I don't want to see what anybody responds to it. You know, like, I don't want to see any replies. Like, I just want to see, like, (laughs) news and no replies. And then. The thing that kills me is the people I don't follow. I don't do anything like their shit is always in my fucking feed. Oh, and yeah. it's people I don't want to hear from. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just don't give a shit what you think about the plane ride from hell. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole thing. I had to tune out of Twitter from that. I'm like, all right. Okay. Right. I get bad. I understand it. bad things happened. Yeah. It's uh, just- and I know that that's like very... Saying that was probably very uh, desensitive, but uh, whatever. Uh, I mean, these stories have been out there for twenty years. Like, and then have, like, yeah. I guess there's like a new generation that don't know about it. But it's just like, uh, can I just like read something funny on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, do, do I have to see all this just like awful shit? You know, like these awful like just it's just. I don't know. Like I, I don't look at Twitter to like find out about like the like the most awful shit in the world. You know. Yeah. That's what I have a job for. <laughs> I go, I go, yeah. I go and see that shit at my job. Well, I'm gonna give a uh, positive shout out to uh, you know to, to bring in the positivity to my favorite TV show out there right now. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. Ted Lasso. Uh, they won seven Emmys last night, including Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Uh, it's labeled as a comedy, but it's just, it's a very great feel-good show. Uh, it's just a very, it's a its a really great show, like well-rounded. Uh, it's I watched comedy, the first season. Stuff. I watched yeah. the first season. I, like, it was fine. I wasn't crazy about it. I don't see what the love is. I love fucking Jason Sudeikis though. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's great in everything. We are the Millers is an all-timer. Sure. But uh I mean, I thought it was fine. I wasn't like rushing to watch season 2, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm- I tell you another thing, you know, while you're giving shout-outs. Yeah. I watched this fucking show because you you made a you made a comment about how great it is. So, uh I really didn't do anything this weekend. I was trying to get some, you know, action going on YouTube again. And I was working on, you know, because Hell on Earth, I feel, is, you know, hopefully if everything goes well, that's going to be like our official relaunch. So I'm trying to get like, you know, stuff in the can for the full court press of yeah attention. So I was working on video stuff and all that this weekend. And you posted about this show, Tacoma FD. Yeah. And it. And it's on HBO Max. It fucking sucks. It sucks. No, it's on. It's on. Uh... It's on HBO Max though. Oh, is it? It's on because FX they. Or something. It's it's on it's on True TV, I think. But it's like yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. But they HBO Warner owns all that stuff. So this whole series is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. I turned it on. You're not a fan. It's no fucking Club Dread. I'll tell you that. No Club Dread. Oh, Club Dread was the worst one. Club Dread's the best one. No. <laughs> Club Dread is. <laughs> Broken Lizard hasn't done a good thing since or before Club Dread. And uh, Tacoma yeah, see, Tacoma like, FD uh, Tacoma FD is 
No, I don't like the slam and Solomon. <laughs> I don't you like don't, that. You don't like Super Troopers. That's not your thing. Eh, it's okay. It's I mean, it's okay. Super Troopers too sucked. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love Tacoma FD. It's uh, the character Andy Maiwani. I love, but um, do you not? Do you see the ridiculous uh, like similarities between? There's that guy Ike. He kind of plays like the idiot on Tacoma FD and uh, Dexter Loomis in NXT. They look very similar, yeah. Dude, same guy. Holy crap! I don't think it's the same guy, but they look they look real similar. But I was, uh, yeah, I watched a bunch of episodes of that while I was working on video stuff. I mean, it's fine, but yeah, you might I mean, like this show on HBO Max. There's only two seasons of it. It was the original sitcom on True TV, uh, and it's called Those Who Can't, and. Um, it's these guys who were like best friends. They are comedians. They're based out of the Denver area originally. And this show is, is all about teachers at schools. And they basically like just hate the, uh, the kids at the school. And so they just like shit on them the whole time. And it, it's supposed to be kind of like, or oh, here's how teachers really are behind closed doors. And there's like, there's like the super popular jock and they all want to. Be and I already know. They, I know. I already know what they're like behind closed doors. They go fishing. The teachers go fishing. Yeah, Josh Prohibition. That's all he does is go fishing every day. <laughs> yeah, and and a big pork roast. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Recently. I wasn't. Uh, I am looking for a, a new show to watch, though. I mean, I'm I'm fresh out of shows. It's just nothing. Oh, I watched Malignant this weekend. I don't know what that this is. This is this is like turning into a whole not a yeah, wrestling not podcast. I don't know wrestling. what it is. It's fine. But yeah. uh, Mal- Malignant is uh, it's like the straight to HBO Max movie you know it's in theaters at the same time it's like a horror movie i don't know everyone was raving about it i mean it was fine uh i just i don't know i mean i don't i don't like i, I don't want to give too much away it was <laughs> you know it, it it's fine it's not great it's not awful i don't think i would ever watch it again okay you know it, it's just whatever but <coughs> that was that was pretty much my weekend. Well, it's quite the weekend for you. Uh, it was bo- I mean, it was really boring. I just watched shit and worked on AIW stuff. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns. Got their first win of the year. A home win against the Houston Texans. Baker Mayfield popped his shoulder out. Went right back into the almost game. Had to put, almost had to put Tom Tupa in. Almost. Tommy Tupa. <laughs> yeah, third string quarterback. It got, it got close there. But uh, pulled out the win. Not that sports is your thing, but that, you know, you know I watched some, it. You know some I, names. I watched it. So what I realized is you have to like if you have any if you have any job in the, in the city of Cleveland limits, you just, <laughs> you just have to watch the Browns games so you don't look like a complete fucking idiot at work because it's all anybody talks about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. and then Friday. You know, maybe Thursday you get the Browns off. But you have to have some knowledge of Browns football uh, because the, it's all anybody talks about at any workplace. What's the most uh, obscure or uh, detailed factoid that you currently know about Cleveland Browns football? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I paid I paid like great attention to sports like throughout my childhood. So. Well, I mean, like this current team though. This uh, what's going on right now? What do you? I mean, an obscure factoid? Like yeah, what, what or you, like uh, like do you know the defensive coordinator's name? No. Okay. Uh, I know Miles Garrett. I know uh, Clowney. All right. I know Den uh, 
Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, yeah. Yeah. People were not happy with Denzel Ward this past weekend. Uh but he's he's from I mean, right I, I I know I know enough. I know enough to to <laughs> get by and I watch the games and whatever. But you know Nick you, Chubb, yeah. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. There you go. You know the you know the names. You're good. You're good to go. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know the star, you know, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. I know the stars, you know, mm. Peoples Jones. Yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones. Hooper. Hooper. I know Hooper. Yeah. Try to get the try to get a, the new regime of Schwartz? Browns tight ends. Schwartz, right? That's a new guy? Yeah, Anthony Schwartz. He's a wide receiver, yeah. People are unhappy with him today, too. That's, That's all right. right. People are unhappy with everything. Yeah. Maybe uh, Austin Hooper will come to AIW. It's a... It's a Cleveland Browns tight end tradition, unlike any other. We shall see. Let's get let's talk about some AIW. We're like forty minutes in. We've fucking been talking about nothing. <laughs> well, you went off on this Twitter tangent. <laughs> fucking and, Twitter drives me nuts. So, uh, yeah, AIW. You know, you did talk about muscle and maybe sending Isaiah Broner down there. Isaiah Broner making his AIW debut this week at the Winchester against yeah. Big Juan Tucker. That's I mean, he just dropped. So. Uh, I probably got into it a little bit on this podcast before, but you know the plan is is hopefully you know the we're gonna see how it goes, right? Because right. we haven't we have not sold um, all of the hundred tickets, you know, which the Winchester has an expectation of what we were doing pre-COVID in that place, and you couldn't move. We're so I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see what happens if you know there's only eighty people there. You know, maybe they are like, what the fuck. Uh, so we'll see, but the plan is if they want to, they, I, well, I didn't think we were going to have problems selling a hundred tickets. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but the, you know, the plan would be to try to do like, I don't know, four to six shows of the Winchester a year and try to feature new people. You know, mix mix in you know the AIW regulars, but you know use it as a platform for for new people or people that don't get a lot of action on the main shows. Uh, Isaiah Broner uh, had been going to the AIW school for a little bit before he got hurt. Uh, he comes to every he comes to every show. He helps out. Uh, so I thought this was a good <coughs> place, you know, for him to get his foot in the door, and also you know like. Much like the old Music Link shows and things like that, it helps kind of get people accustomed with new faces instead of just throwing them to the wolves. You know, when you're kind of like in that in between, like, you know, you're not, you're not like a well known independent superstar, you know, but you're not, you know what I mean? Like, it gives, it, it kind of bridges that gap. Um, so, you know, that was my plan for the Winchester going forward. You would see, you know, some of the some of the local talents mixed in with some new talents. And, um, you know, not really – well, one for this one. Like, the plan would be if we did more, which we have nothing more on the schedule there. But we would try to bring in, like, carloads from different areas so people would get to see new and fresh faces live. Some of them catch, some of them don't catch, you know what I mean? Like very kind of low pressure, almost, I don't want to call them developmental shows because like, that's not what they are either. Right. But like, 
uh, you know, just like something to kind of bridge the gap and, you know, experiment a little bit to where, you know, the main shows are, are pretty much reserved for, you know, who they're, you know, are, are major players. And then you bring in the, you know, bigger outside talents there. You know what I mean? Like that, that was the plan. We'll see what happens. You know, we still have a few days to sell those, you know, I, I don't know, like 18 tickets or whatever's left. <coughs> but, um, yeah, you know, that that's kind of the plan is to, you know, not just throw a whatever show out there, kind of have fun with it, use some different people, feature some different talents, put people in, you know, a singles match that might not get a singles match, uh, and then have, you know, a couple of your, you know, major AIW mainstays on the shows as well. Yeah, you get, you know, again, singles guys who maybe don't get it. Eric Taylor continuing his singles run while he waits for his partner to come back and, uh, he gets to take on Johnny Patch, and and Johnny's done some AIW stuff. He's been involved in uh, scrambles and has done dark matches pr- prior to um, the pandemic hitting and shutting us down for a while. Uh, so we get to to bring him back, and he's another guy who's been coming around, just coming and helping out as well, uh, just being a part of the fold that people don't see. So it's it's good to get him on the show, you know, to to the point that you just made, really. Yeah, I mean, and there's you know, uh, like uh, you know, other people have been coming in and helping, like that will be on the show, like Johnny Patch, and um, you know, uh, I don't even know how to say his name, Zachary Nystrom, Nystorm. I don't even know how to properly say his name. Uh, <laughs> but you know, a bunch of people from Pittsburgh came to the Jefferson show and we're helping out, you know, the, yeah. the nightmare, uh, on North Elm street show and we're helping out. And, uh, you know, Derek has been advocating for some people. So figured we would throw them a bone, you know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. some, you know, uh, give them, you know, you just, you put them out there and you, you see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of Derek, little, uh, teacher taking on the student, matchup so to speak students i should say uh derek is a guy that helps with training at the aiw academy and derek and ziggy the production taking on members only this thursday that's gonna be that's one to look forward to i think and if anybody watched uh sunny days and saw members only and their debut then you're definitely gonna want to tune in and watch this uh that was a fantastic match for them to debut we talked about it last week i mean perfect people to go up against uh, in terms of nine to five, and and here they are get to prove themselves to a guy who's helped them over the last several years. Yeah, and you know that's you know uh, another thing like throw members only, you know another bone, get them on another show, yeah. um, you know get them in there with Derek and Ziggy, and you know see what happens. Like uh, that's why I was kind of actually a little bit shocked about streaming because this is I put together what would be like a great show for people to get reps in you know what i mean like i wasn't necessarily putting together a live stream show you know so it's like right. <laughs> you know it was it kind of caught me off guard and i'm, I'm not saying it's going to be bad but there's a lot there's a lot that could be, be great there's a lot that could go wrong with this lineup that's that's on for thursday you know so uh i was like all of a sudden i was like oh fuck like we're, we're gonna stream you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah but you know also What's interesting, and this could work out, if we can do more of these, it could be advantageous, right, in the sense that this is on a Thursday. Typically, it will be on Thursdays if we do stuff with the Winchester. And 
there's not necessarily always a lot of stuff streaming on a Thursday night. And so you may have people who just tune in for the sake of tuning in. And something that we've always been trying uh, trying to do for the last several years is, and I mean, even you have for years and years with AIW, but push newer names, get people invested and interested in newer names. Uh, and from the standpoint of the AIW Academy, get them invested in the the students that are coming out of there. And you don't, you just don't know now. You you know, we're streaming; it's a surprise. But uh, hey, members only could have a hell of a showing here on Thursday night. And you have people who tuned in just for the sake of tuning in, and they're absolutely floored by by what they see. So which they had a great, yeah. they did have a great showing at uh, Sunny Days, but you know the stream was dead by then. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many people go back and watch the VOD compared to who are engaged in watching something live, you know, like, I don't know if, you know, we got anywhere near that number of people to go back and watch the VOD. Um, you know, it's just, that's, what's so strange about wrestling now too, is like, there's just so much content out there. It's like, how do you get people to watch AIW, you know, when there's 200 other companies on the service, like it's, it's there, there's a lot of, there's a lot to compete with. So, um, you know, this is, Thursday is another, uh, you know, John Thorne experiment to see, you know, what's going to work and what's not going to work. And, um, you know, it's just that's what this whole process has been since we came back from COVID is like a bunch of experiments and trial and errors and trying different things out. And this is going to be another version of that, you know, um, Thursday uh, at the Winchester, you know not pulling out all the stops talent wise and you know going a different route and trying to you know really work with you know our core and then bring in i don't want to call them unknowns but unknowns to our fan base and you know see what sticks and you know see you know what we can do yeah bell time seven thirty. so if you're planning to stream through iwtv uh, or you are trying to get a ticket here and see if you can make it. You're wondering what time everything starts. 7.30 is our start time at the Winchester Tavern. And uh, again, if you're streaming on IWTV, there you go. Now you know, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to watch all of it live. Taking fold from Lakewood, Ohio. Rip City Shooters will be there. Newly minted tag team champions. Uh, looks like to defend their titles for the first time ever. And... Uh, Calling so they're calling whoever out. Open challenge. Open challenge. You open know, challenge. much like we told you, Josh Bishop, big fan of John Cena. Why not take in John Cena's footsteps and uh, throwing down that open challenge for a title? Anything just like, could happen. Just like his hero. Anything could happen. Yeah, you got thoughts about who might be answering this open challenge? I have a pretty good idea who's answering it. You want to? No hints. No. <laughs> no. no hints. No hints. Okay. I have a pretty good. I I have a pretty good idea though. All right. All right. Well, John Thorne being uh, being, being quiet, coy. Being, being coy. Yeah, playing coy. You're gonna have to tune in, folks, if you want to see it. Uh, but yeah, what else? What else can we say about this show? It's. I mean, I, 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 think, you know, I put together. I put together. I think a pretty good lineup. Um, yeah. How many matches? I guess total. If we're anticipating this, we think 
Uh, eight, eight, eight. Okay, yeah, it looks like eight. All right, so you know that could always change. Yeah. Now we are going to let me ask you this: as a promoter, uh, when you found out that we were going to be streaming, were you now suddenly like, "Oh shit!" Well, <laughs> now here we go. We got to stick to times. We got to do time cues. Were you hoping that this was just going to be a stress-free? Loose. I was looking yeah. for to be. I was looking to be loose, <laughs> and it all changed. So yeah. how how has your mindset changed literally in the last several hours from when it's we found out that this is streaming? <laughs> like I gotta work all day. I gotta go straight from work. You know, I gotta I gotta go there. You know what I mean? Like I was like, uh, you know, seven thirty. Maybe we'll start at eight. <laughs> you know, who knows. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. And uh, now it's like it's streaming. It's like back to, you know, fuck. Uh, it stressed me out a little bit. Yeah? Get a little worked up already? What, uh, what, how do you think producer Dom is feeling right now? Oh, he was like, uh, he's like, oh, man, don't worry. He's like, you don't even have to come. I got, I, I can do, the, you know, I can run the whole thing. And I said, Dom, somebody would be arrested if... <laughs> I said I have to go. You can't. He has meltdowns, like meltdowns. Yeah. No. I said um, I said I gotta. I said I gotta. I said I gotta go. I mean, you'll kill somebody. Like, uh, we don't even know. (laughs) So like, it's been so long. Like, and I think you know tracks are still under the weather. So it's like we have these speakers, right? That, uh, a former person that was going to get them fixed, forgot about, and we had to pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get out of storage. Um, <laughs> and I was like, Dom, we have these speakers, but like, they also like they, their music venue. They sh- we should be able to plug in. Right. So like I asked and they said, yes, but like, who knows what's going to fucking happen, you know? Cause like, we don't have like a relationship there. So like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a sound, maybe we'll have a sound system. Maybe we won't. You know, like <laughs> they're like, yeah, our sound guy will be there. But I was like, do you guys have fucking sound for us to plug into? You know, like yeah, because we have these speakers, but then you got to go buy an amp and you got to do all this other stuff. And then like Ronald Two Legs is like, hey man, like I can I can help you guys out if you need, but you got to let me know by noon on Thursday. And it's just like we're not even gonna be there until two o'clock. So you know, we'll see what happens. Another another week in the life of absolute intense wrestling. Well, uh, it, you know, it was just like I don't know. I like the Winchester was like so honest to do the show, and then you know, like I, which is flattering, by the way. Like it's right, like it's it's great yeah. that they want you, they want us to come back. I just want them to continue to want us. You know what I mean? And I don't know right. if it's because of the vaccine rules or what, like. I thought we would sell 100 tickets, you know, no problem. But, you know, we're still kind of, like, stuck at this, you know, like, we're almost there, but we're not there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, (laughs) like, we had such, like, a system set up to where it's like, okay, like, you know, Smart Rock Video does the filming. Like, Traxler comes and worries about all the fucking sound shit. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like... Uh, tracks that can't come and worry about the sound shit, and it's just like, yeah, you know, what do we do? 
You know, it's like, what do you do? Like, Wrestle Rager was a, almost a disaster. <laughs> like, it's just like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, like, I don't want to. Do I go buy a whole fucking DJ setup, you know, just in case? Like, for the, you know, I don't know. How often do we not run the Odeon? You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Not very often. Yeah. You'd, you'd get it for Akron and uh, Winchester and potentially Wrestle Rager. That's about it. Right. Uh, or, you know, Hell on Earth. Um, so, which, by the way, that's going to be a very big space. So, the, I, yeah, I understand the thought of do we get a legitimate sound system uh, because of that? Because you want, you want everybody to be able to hear everything. So, yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, you know, reminder, as I was saying, logistics, the the- logistics coordinator Arthur MacArthur is not fucking handling this shit. <laughs> uh, reminder back from the top of the show here, but I, I jumped the gun and we almost missed the shout out segment. Uh, you do need, as John said, you do need to be either vaxxed up or proof of having a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours in order to attend the show this Thursday. Uh, those are the rules that the venue has set forth. Uh, so if you're anti-whatever, we don't want to hear it. Don't come at us. Uh, again, back to the Twitter talk. Don't jump on our social media and, you know, whatever. We do not give a shit about... Yeah, I don't care what, what side of it is you're on. Like, it's not, either it's not way. my choice. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah, not my are, decision. These are the rules. These are the rules. We, we I mean, I, I like, there. I like, like, I like hypothesize or whatever, like in my head, like, is this why maybe the tickets aren't selling well? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. It's, I tell you all the time that you can't base everything off of Twitter, but I know that like it is, it's somewhat of a good sample size, but if you base everything off of Twitter, a lot of our fans are pro vaccine. Right. Yeah. Pro vaccine. So you would think that there'd be no problem with this. And I mean, I don't know. You know, it could be it's a Thursday. It's we sure. ran a lot of shows. There's a lot of other factors, but it's like, you know, you kind of think and like, you know, is this, you know, is that, is that rule impacting, you know, those, you know, people like people that would have normally been like, no brainer, I'm going, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's going to be like a cross that bridge when we get there on Thursday. Uh, I'm not like, I'm not worried about anything Thursday or anything like that. You know, it's just, uh, Akron is like selling like insane. Like, yeah. uh, I think we got like eight second rows left, like eight third rows left. And then I don't know, like, well, and we 50, can, 50 GAs left. I mean, like for what it's set up for, like it's like it's selling. Like when we announced Thunder Rosa over the weekend, like tickets have just been going nuts. Which, if you listen to the podcast last week, we hinted that we were uh, that something was being worked on, that another guest was work, being worked on. We could tell you now that, that was in fact Thunder Rosa. So October second in Akron, uh, you're going to get Matt Cardona. Formerly known as Zack Ryder, he will be there as well as AEW's Thunder Rosa. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be a hell of a show there already, and we only announced two people. So yeah, I should I should probably book it. 
<laughs> like I should probably figure <laughs> out what the matches are. Find out who's working who. Um, as this week goes on, as we get to Thursday, will you be uh, announcing more of the matches, or are you going with what's out there right now? And, for uh, the Winchester? For the Winchester, yeah. Do you want to let people oh, know what else the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I put everything on Patreon <laughs> already. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm announcing them slowly. You know, you don't want to just be like, boom, here's everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, folks. You either Party Barker Pierce, he's going to make his return to the squared circle on Thursday. Wow. We haven't seen him since Wrestle Rager. Prior to that, we hadn't seen him since Wrestle Rager. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Party Parker Pierce will be back. So there you go. And, uh, you know, so you're going to have to follow. If you don't follow us, if you listen to this podcast and you don't follow us on social media, I don't understand that, but uh, do so unless you don't have it. Follow us at AI Wrestling on every single social media platform uh, that really exists that we have. That's what it is to find us. And you can see more of these matches as they get announced. You already know that the Rip City Shooters. Joshua Bishop, Wes Barkley will be defending their tag team titles against whom we do not know. It's an open challenge. You're going to get Isaiah Broner taking on Big Tuan Tucker. Malibu, Eric Taylor taking on Johnny Patch. And the production, Derek Dillinger and Ziggy Heim taking on members only Malcolm Cambridge and uh, Calvin G. Lewis. And to find out what else is going to happen, tune in, 7.30 p.m., that's your bell time on I guess IMDb. we're streaming. I guess we're streaming. <laughs> I guess we're streaming. And uh, if, again, follow us Gonna on... Gonna have to book some flights now. Follow us on social media at AI Wrestling to see the rest of the matches announced prior to Thursday. And uh, anything else? I've been getting, like, I've been getting calls like for business deals, and I'm just ignoring them because I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> like people who want to be booked, you mean? Well, no, I ignore those people because I don't want to pay their trans. Nobody take anything personally out there if I'm ignoring you. I just like I just don't want to say no to people. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I know they don't want to hear it. Like, you know, like they don't want to hear about fucking wrestling economics. Like they just want a booking. So it's yeah. just like they don't want to hear it. What business deals are you shooting down? Oh, some guy. Some guy called me. <laughs> some guy like. He called Arthur MacArthur, and then Arthur MacArthur was like, this guy's going to call you. And uh, I didn't call him back. He's just like, <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to do anything else. He wanted to do, he, <laughs> I don't even want to give it away. I don't even want to give it away because he'll probably sue me for giving away his idea on my voicemail. Okay. I'll tell you what it was afterwards. <laughs> but right. it was just like, I don't know. Like, I just like him in that, like, I'm, I'm, kind of burned out from all the shows that we did like boom 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 because it's like oh we got to get all these shows in because of covid and like we don't know if the world is going to close so like you got to get it all in yeah and now like we did them all and now we have three left Mm -hmm. to close out the year yeah and it's just like or four left four left four Four left. left and it's just like I think once we get back to like spacing things out, like, you know, I could have more time to really like cult, like cultivate a card 
and like really kind of start laying a plan out, you know, like I know people are like, where's, you know, there's no angles, there's no stories. And it's just like, we've said that for months, but nobody listens. Like (laughs) we're just doing shows right now to do shows for the sake of doing shows. But like, really it's like, I think we get through Thursday and Akron and then there's a nice break. And I think it gives us all a breather to kind of like buckle down and say like, okay, let's get all this shit back on track. Let's get the Patreon back on track. Let's get the YouTube back on track. Let's get, you know, uh, the cards back on track, you know, like, I mean, I'm not lying when I say I haven't even booked the Akron show yet. Like, cause things have just been piling up and like, you know, you, I'm booking attractions and I'm filling in the blanks later. And I know that, you know, our, our like solid crew or whatever has all the dates. And then she's like, I figure it out later. I hate that. So, but like with juggling, like a real job and everything else that's been going on, like things have just been, you know, getting away from me. So I'm looking forward to, you know, October 3rd, when we have a nice long break to get to hell on earth so we can sit down and get all this stuff kind of squared away. Sure. And, uh, you know, take a little break from the, you know, the hustle and the bustle of the, you know, watch our streams, watch this, you know, like, there's, like there's only so much that many times you could tweet like, Hey, you know, watch this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's why I started working on clips and different things and, you know, trying different kind of promotional approaches over the weekend. Uh, that's what I would like to do. But, you know, it's like I'm I'm one man and like everybody else in the inner circle also has their own lives and their own projects and their own things going on. So it's like it's hard to get everyone together to be like, hey, let's try to get this fucking wrestling promotion on track. You yeah. know, it's, it's tough. Uh, so I don't want to add any more. I'm like not taking any more fucking business calls. Like it's just, you know, I, I just don't, I don't care. You know, like <laughs> I don't care. Like, you know, renting the ring is like such a hassle at this point, you know, cause you gotta find, you gotta get the guy, you gotta find, make sure the kids can do it. And yeah. You know, they got bookings and they got all this other shit going on. So it's just well, like, not just bookings, but like we've also just from all of these shows that we've done so quickly, one after the other after the other, we have taken up a lot of their time for right. that. You just you don't, know? and, and you just they don't have want to, other lives right now. Right. Like you just don't want to do it. You know, like what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like it sounds bad, but it's like, the whole process to take the ring like two hours for this guy to do this thing for like 500 bucks and, you know, waste everybody's time and day. And, you know, I don't know. Like I was just like, I'm not even fucking calling this guy back. Like he wants to do this deal in like less than a month. Like this whole big operation. I was just like, just forget it. (laughs) Maybe he'll call me again and I'll answer, but you know, it's just, it's just, you know, you don't, like, I just want to do, like, it just seems different, you know? Like, we were, before, it was just, like, AIW was so locked in, and, like, it was kind of, like, uh, I, I still don't feel like we found, like, our footing yet and our, like, placement within the industry still since coming back. Sure. So, it's, like, kind of, it's always, like, everything feels so jumbled right now. Well, so much has changed since we took time off. 
you know, um, more people have been signed. More people continue to be signed. More people have been released. More like people this. have been released. Yeah, it, and it's just the landscape truly has changed of everything. So it's yeah, we're we're still figuring it out right now, and that's okay. We'll continue to do so. Um, as we wind this down, those of you who are listening, still listening to this point, uh, I don't leave you with a, a couple questions. We'd love for you to get in the replies on whatever social media platform you follow us on and, and where we post uh, the show. And uh, whether you want to tweet at us, at AI Wrestling, you want to get in the comments on Facebook or on Instagram, you know, two questions. One, what what are you looking forward to as these matches are announced coming into Thursday? Is there one you're looking forward to? Uh, is there a new face that you're looking forward to seeing? Let us know what you think about that. And uh, the other being, as John alluded to, we are going to have a lot of time in between uh, October 2nd and then Hell on Earth, and that's all right around the corner. So we'll continue doing this podcast, but what do you want to hear us talk about? Uh, do you want us to get back to reviewing some shows that we had well in the past? Do you want us to do more Q&A things? What do you like hearing from us? Let us know, and we'll get a, we'll get a good idea, and yeah. There you are. Yeah, and I think it, it's yeah. – I really think it's just a matter of getting everybody kind of back on track. Like, you know, we even still do this podcast remotely, you know what we I mean, do. to where <laughs> it would be like everyone would get together for a day and, you know, we do – we produce all this content. We just haven't gotten around to that mindset again, you know, and it's just – uh, everyone has their jobs and, you know, everyone's working all these different things and, you know, have these different hours. And it's just been like life has changed so much throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. It's just been hard to like, you know, we would be able to get, you know, 10 people in a room together like that, you know, yeah. and we would produce like Patreon podcasts and then four, you know, regular podcasts and, um, you know, all this other stuff. Uh, now we can't, I mean, it's just, and then I bring all the shit to the shows and then the show takes, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no like, okay, like, uh, let's sit down and podcast while all this shit is falling apart. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's always something, no matter, it's it's always the best intention to do it, but something always happens. And that's what I always want to do is I want to get shit for not even this podcast, but like for Patreon and all this other stuff. And like every time, something just starts melting down on a, you know, on a show day. And then it's just like the cards just fucking fall from there. Yeah. Well, there you go. But shout out, you know, last shout out, shout out to everyone that stuck it out with us on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Cause admittedly, you know, we are bad at it. <laughs> like I'll say, I'll say that, you know, <laughs> I, I try to put stuff on there every now and then. And like, I know that we were really hitting the premium content there for a while and it's just, it's fallen off. And, uh, you know, I'm making like a conscious effort uh, to to do stuff with that. I can say like the the North Canton Street Festival shows are going to be like that stuff's all going to be exclusive on Patreon. Uh, we're just waiting to get some edits on that, and then Wadsworth and I are going to drop some commentary tracks. Uh, and he's another one. You know, we were we're trying to get you know do alternate commentary on matches and stuff, and like mm-hmm. you know he's you know doing dad stuff. You know, and uh, juggling a real job like you know just the, the the job in the in the wrestling life is just such a hard juggle you know what i mean yeah 
but uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to it all. Uh, and Pedro and I are, you know, we've been talking about, you know, doing some stuff. It's just a matter of, and I think, you know, with summer winding down, you know, there's gonna be a lot more, you know, time to to get together and and do stuff, you know, as we get into the fall and the winter. There you go. Things to look forward to. So, uh, sign up to the Patreon, and I know we gave a shout out to Filthy Tom Lawler being in the. AIW Discord, if you're curious to what that uh, massive group chat essentially is all about, uh, it's a $5 tier, so that's all you gotta do, $5 a month, be a part of the AIW Discord, and uh, yeah, that's gonna wind it down here for us, we hope to see a bunch of you at the Winchester this Thursday, and for those of you that we can't see there, we hope that you're gonna stream with us, live stream it, Uh, you'll find out the hashtag soon enough, we still don't know it by the end of this recording, but AIW Ace, that's what I'm going with. There AIW you go. Ace. Hashtag AIW Ace, that's what you're going to get. And uh, so stream us on IWTV. Again, it's $9.99 a month if you've not gotten a subscription yet. If you love professional wrestling, it's definitely the way to go. You should absolutely do it. Find out who some of the next really big stars are for tomorrow. Not just in AIW, but through all sorts of other wrestling promotions as well. You're going to find some uh, incredible talent. So go on there, and you can watch it uh, bell time starting at 7.30 p.m. this Thursday from Lakewood, Ohio at the Winchester Tavern. For John Thorne, the owner of AIW, my name is Steve Guy. We will talk to you next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Rest in peace, Eddie Kingston's Twitter. And the one he forgot the password for, probably. Just remember he had that old one, and then he made a new one. Mad underscore king, yeah. I think they're both dead. All right, B.